Welcome to part two of the Christmas special of Don't Call Us Heroes, brought to you by the Windy City Dice Boys. Clickety-clack, clickety-clack. Not much to talk about, just trying to get these episodes out as quickly as possible. Um, without further ado, um, let's introduce the characters, and as soon as Bill talks about grabbing your chestnuts, we'll start the normal episode. I'm your host, Bill. You may remember me as the player behind Wind Blackstar. Joining us this evening, we have Tim. I'm going to be playing Fistma, uh, Fistma Hole, and he's a <laughs> level, <laughs> he's a tiefling monk. Uh, who's a confused old man. Matt, super fan. Hello. I'm playing Hermie Woolworth, a half-elf sorcerer. Kit, new to the show? Yep, hello. I will be playing Noir. I'm a playing and fighter, and I don't have a backstory. And then Kumar, uh, this is... You hadn't even heard of the show before tonight, right? No, not at all. I will be Flint Greenschist, a lakeshore dwarf who happens to be a ranger. My lovely assistant, Sean, will be playing one of the NPCs. His his character will be revealed as we, we go along, so we won't spoil that. So pour yourself a glass of nog, grab your chestnuts, and let's get going. As one does. Um, right. So when you're walking your very small dog at night in the backyard because your brother has refused to honor your agreement about when daylight savings changes, then you flip who walks the dog in the morning and who walks the dog at night. You go in the backyard and cry, waiting for someone to come out and murder you until you see the deer. And you know that the deer wouldn't be there if there was a murderer hanging out. And so for me... This sounds like a very personal story. This doesn't sound hypothetical. <laughs> There's nothing hypothetical about this. And this is this is real talk, Sean. You said real talk. This is real talk. That was my sign that I could relax and just wait for my dog to go to the bathroom. Because there were deer, and I knew they wouldn't be there if there was a murderer waiting to kill me. I mean... It's a solid strategy. I mean, <laughs> but they also have been eating my mom's pasta this year, so she'd probably agree with you that they're pests. <laughs> no, like um, I don't know. I just don't trust deer. Like uh, a bunch of us like met for like a social uh, distance gathering in a forest preserve because you know. Oh my god! Were the deer not wearing masks? The deer were not wearing masks, but oh my god! You know because we. Because we're all night people, and so, you know, it's almost dusk. We're standing around the forest preserve, freezing, but it's it's outside, so it's like we feel a little safer. Deer surround us. Oh, you're talking about that one day? <laughs> yes, they were creepy as hell. Hell yeah, but that was like three months ago before, like, everything got crazy again. Well, the point is... Okay, the... Bill's trying to kick me off, so I'm gonna go. But Bill, Sean, we're having Bill, we're having a discussion about deer. He doesn't. He can't hear you because I'm wearing the headset, so oh, he okay. thinks I'm just being a creep and creeping on his thing. So when I give <laughs> you the headset, will you please tell him that you shouted out to me and I heard your voice coming from the desktop? Yes. Rachel's deer corner is now over. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. Have fun. Good bye, luck. Rachel. Bye, Rachel. 
God. Thank God you're back. She just kept on going on about deer. I don't know what that was about. Oh, it's so embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, God. Now the headphone smells like girl. Oh, did you give it your cootie shot? Yeah, Pfizer is coming out with a new cootie shot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to take it until, you know, I know it's safe. So. Only the elites are getting it. You know, I, I saw this YouTube video, really convincing. Um. Oh, real talk. Katie, when are we getting uh, our vaccine? Do you really think is getting the vaccine? Probably not. Yeah. Which, for people that don't know, and I don't know if I'm going to cut this or not, me and Katie work at the same hospital. Yay. Oh, I'm sorry, Katie. I don't Fuck see you. you yeah, because well, I'm... In- because I, you guys toss me in the little corner, uh, barely on the hospital campus. He's in another building. <laughs> Seriously, in that part that they don't like to think about. <laughs> Wait, is it a building just for Sean, or there's other people in this building? We just tell everybody and that they work for us. Oh, we're gonna have some words when I work in, uh, next door, Katie. <laughs> okay, friends, let's get back on track here. We got a lot of ground to cover, a lot of things to uh, slaughter. Um, all right, so is everybody back? Children to orphan. <laughs> oh my all god, right. we we orphaned we orphaned that one rat's kids. Oh, yeah, he never had a chance to reconcile. Yeah, it's oh, okay. Man. I think uh, Hermie fed the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, Hermie. That that was a brilliant idea, and I totally dropped the ball. Um, but I am giving you credit on it because I'm, you know, tracking. I'm giving people like little bonus shares of XP, so uh, nice. didn't go completely unnoticed. Okay, all right. Moving on. My okay. So after dispatching the bravest mice of the pack, the cowardly throng of mice surges forward as the Mouse King bellows, "Chew them to pieces." There are too many of them. But suddenly, from somewhere in the distance, there is another sound. A high-pitched horn blasting a call to arms, and appearing at the crest of a nearby hill, the wooden nutcracker, having grown into a real, life-size nutcracker. Okay, at this point, um, editing-wise, I want to cue, like, the 90s new metal, the NU-metal. Like one of those riffs starts playing, maybe some Lincoln Park as oh, shit. as the Nutcracker lands in a superhero like pose in front of everybody and starts yelling out, "Neck, neck, neck! Stupid mouse pack! All your skulls will crack! Neck, neck, neck!" Beautiful, lovely reading um, from from over the hill. A party of humans dressed festively in the style of all sorts of faraway lands comes charging to engage the mouse army. Behind the humans, an army of candied people, gingerbread men, licorice ladies, etc., armed with improvised weapons, and they all charge in support. The mice are so frightened, they scamper and scatter to the four winds. You are saved after the dust settles. (laughs) The Nutcracker and company approach you. Okay, adventurers, my lovely assistant, Sean, 
will be playing the Nutcracker, if you haven't figured that out. Sean is some canned responses and objectives that I've given him, but otherwise I'm giving him a real long leash to do whatever he wants. So oh, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Nutcracker Sean. Sean likes that kind of stuff. Don't kink shame me. Okay. <clears throat> Greetings, adventurers. Your coming was foretold. I'm glad to see you. Good Causes to meet you, Paul Buster. Uh, that's that's not my name. I am the Nutcracker. Yeah, what I said, Ball Buster. <laughs> I'm gonna like you least of all. <laughs> yeah, that, that seems to usually happen. Now tell me, I am I am so glad that you are here to help us. Uh, well, we we didn't really agree to help you with anything. Oh, you don't know why you're here. You are no. to restore order to the Candy Kingdom and save Princess Liara. So says the prophecy. There can be no other reason. Only then will you be transported back to your homeworld. Mm. I don't know <laughs> if I trust you. Why should we listen to what you have to say? I'm glad you asked. A long time ago, the land was ah, plagued geez. by raids from the oh, Mouse man. Army. It is really this is... right now. Oh yes, very much so. Then a princess arrived and broke <laughs> oh, the God. curse of this land. I really wish Together, this up. You want me to kill this thing? And I freed those lands. <laughs> I thought we would rule in harmony. Oh, is he still talking? Forever. I, I'm pouring my heart maybe, out maybe, to you guys. maybe we should just go. Maybe we should just yeah. walk away. I will follow you in expose. But she grew distance as though she was bewitched. Can I can we pan over and the adventurers are just on the floor sleeping right now? <laughs> That's okay. Rest, my friends. I will tell you the rest of my story. One day I was dancing in the meadow with my best friends when a party of mice ambushed us. Oh. When we tried to flee to the Candy yeah, Kingdom, you're a hero. We found the gates barred. Not long after the masses, the mass de uh, deportation started. Can I light this guy on fire? <laughs> I, I am on fire with my exposition now. The mouse king, long dead, had returned and staged a coup at the very time he knew I would be most vulnerable. During my meadow dancing classes. <laughs> you must help us defeat the Mouse King and rescue the princess. Join me and I will show you the way. If you don't, you will never see your homes again. So says the prophecy. Well, see, that's the thing you don't understand, Ball Buster. I don't have a home. I wander. So you gotta give us something more than that. Ah, uh, that makes sense, my friend. Rolling stones do not gather moss. So this is the plan. We must travel through the deadly lands of snow, sneak into the Candy Kingdom, infiltrate the Clockwork Castle, rescue Liara, and restore our... How about rule. this? If you stop talking, we'll help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, just uh, show us the way. Without saying another word, he just points in the direction 
Okay, right. so this is this is where our folksy narr narrator comes in because you guys need a little more exposition. I feel like you don't get do it. They, yet, so. Do they? Do well, they? Oh, let no. them die, Bill. You are being very generous. <laughs> please, please show us the way. Oh come on! I got all these bad puns. All right, I'll just skip it. All right. Okay. No, 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 uh, we got something written. Let's hear it. <laughs> okay. So back There's more to in character. character that we were complaining that it was actually okay. about which Sean was what Sean had to say was actually good. We were just Thank in character you. complaining. No, I was, that was hilarious. Okay, uh, <clears throat> part three. The adventurers now have the opportunity to help strangers in need, just as the good count has done for them. And what perfect time to share in the joy of giving than this feast of Spaholi. There is no pleasure like giving after receiving, and no pleasure like the festive brightment that follow onto the faces of good friends and loved ones. Okay, you come to the oh, edge. Oh, wow, man, there's so many jokes <laughs> there for John to throw in at. I was just thinking, I was like, man, John would have had a field day with that one. <laughs> also, Bill, help out other people? I mean, I hope you're not calling them heroes. Oh, he said, oh. It. He said the name of the podcast. You got the oh titular line. The titular you got line. it. Okay. You come to the edge of a forest. The nutcracker gestures for you to be quiet and beckons you to come closer. This is the forest of the Snow King and Queen. We must tread lightly, literally, in order to pass through this land peaceably. We must perform the sacred dance of the snowflakes. If we fail to appease the snow king and queen, we will have to fight our way through. I will lead the dance. You must do your best to do as I do. Your lives depend on it. Okay, adventurers. For this part of the quest, you must successfully pass the skill check difficulty of 15. You may select your performance, acrobatics, or athletic skill for this test. Good things will happen to you if you dance well. Bad things will happen to you if you dance poorly. What's more, you also need to worry about the group as a whole. So dance well. Uh, our nutcracker, you go ahead. Is there a way that we can dance together to improve role scores? Yeah, uh, think of it as sort of a um, – well, here, just just hear me out. All right. Okay. Yeah. So our Nutcracker, he's going to lead the way, dancing Hi. the snowflake dance. So the Nutcracker, since you know the dance well, you have the advantage on your role. And for everybody else, if the Nutcracker gives a good example, the rest of the party will get a bonus to their role. And if he does poorly, you'll get a penalty. So, oh. mierd, mm. get dancing. So follow right, so, me, because I consider you all my friends. And you can dance if you want to. You can leave your other friends behind. Because if they don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, they are no friends of mine. You know, I really hate you, Ballbuster. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot. Okay, Nutcracker, uh, what, what skill are you going to use? What's your strongest, or, or what would you like to do? Oh, fuck. I should have been like Kumar and cheated. Um, let me see what my stats are. Can, I, like... use, can I use intimidation? <laughs> you going to intimidate your feet into acting right? <laughs> um, if, you can ex if you can justify why that would work for a dance, uh, then yes. Otherwise, no. <laughs> You could do the. You could do the. Is it like what New Zealand the the haka or whatever it's called? 
That's true. No, yeah. I, I, like I, I, don't, I, don't, right? I don't feel comfortable as a white person doing that. <laughs> uh, that. So we're well, gonna... you, aren't you wood? <laughs> I mean, as an actor. No. Oh. Um, okay. uh, I got it. All right. Yeah, so, I don't think Boba Fett would like that. <laughs> so I'm going to start going up to the snow banks and I'm going to start flailing my elbows wildly trying to intimidate the snow with my dancing, like dance fighting it. Okay. Go ahead and roll. 16. Uh, what's your modifier on that? Oh, that is, that is with the modifier. Okay. Thank God I chose that bullshit. <laughs> All right. Your skillful Develope delivers a stirring performance. Ooh la la. You got to show this. You got to show the snow who's boss, boys. Okay, since the Nutcracker did so well, you'll each get an pl additional plus one to your rolls. Okay, um, who's next? Who will dance the Dance of the Snowflake next? Uh, I suppose I will. And I'm going to use acrobatics. Uh, is that acceptable or no? Yeah, I'll take that. All right, uh, this is including my acrobatics plus the plus one. Ooh. Sweet. Okay. That's an excellent roll. Uh, Kumar rolled a, a 17, but with his bonuses, that gives him a 22. So you arabesque with ease. You float upon the ice and snow like the daintiest snow angel. Okay, who's next? I guess I'll go next. Yeah, dance on that snow, Katie. <laughs> I will also use acrobatics. Ooh, another good roll. Uh, Katie with uh, bonuses rolled a 17. And so you gently bourree across the ice, your tippy toes kissing the surface as you go. Okay, who's next? I will dance, Nutcracker. I am not afraid. Let's go. I will also use acrobatics. You will be. You will be. Oh, dear. Oh. Did you actually roll a one? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, he rolled a critical fail. Fuck, man. Okay. Come on. <laughs> <Thin> ice. <laughs> All right. You, a scream rings out as you repeatedly fall on your ass. The spirits are angry. Okay. Uh, that just leaves uh, Fis Um, Only if you ask nicely. All right, I <laughs> You've been waiting for that all night, haven't you? <laughs> no, I just came up with that right now. <laughs> I roll a 13 plus my... I'm proficient in acrobatics, so that gives me a plus 5. So 18 plus the 1 is 19. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, all right, your grand jeté brings your colleagues to tears with its beauty. <laughs> Okay, so for performing so well, um, the two uh, best, well, actually, yeah, yeah, the two best rollers here um, are rewarded by the spirits of the forest and the snow king and queen. And a single snowflake comes down and lands into each of your hands. Uh, this is uh, Fisma and Flint. And intrinsically, you know that this snowflake will grant you a safe space for one round. <laughs> Just what I need. With okay. But unfortunately, the poor dancing of Permi has awoken the spirits of the forest. And the Snow King 
accompanied by two of his best snowflakes, has appeared, and they do not look very pleased that you are there. Okay, editing note. Let me just set this fight up. Oh yeah, everybody, everybody, roll initiative, please. Ooh, Kitty rolled a five. She died. Uh, while Bill's setting up, I'm gonna go grab a beer. Already. You haven't been drinking. I'm making my way through this bottle of rum. I ran out of diet coke, so I broke out the rest. Broke out of the the rest of the eggnog. <laughs> I'm doing just fine. <laughs> yeah, I decided oh, to go with uppers. I'm almost done with this bang. I think I can see new colors now. <laughs> no, no, drinking bang at like eleven o'clock at night. That's that's a good that's a good life goal. All right, mom. Jeez. <laughs> Okay. All right. I think I'm ready. Um, are we all ready? Everybody ready? Mm. Okay. So, all right. The sensitive snowflake, a whirling, twirling uh, snowflake surrounded by the winds of winter, uh, comes forth and attacks. Uh, Fisma Tim. Oh. Jumanji rules. Uh, if I can see what the role is. Man, I was so prepared, but I wasn't prepared for inebriation. Um, <laughs> Rookie DM mistake. <laughs> you okay, drink. and you're all making fun of me for drinking a bang, but I, I'm the one that's got all the numbers straight. <laughs> it's really quick. Let's Damn. give a, let, let's give a big shout out to Bill, who is doing his first "Don't Call Us Heroes" um, gaming session. Thank you, Bill. Yeah, Bill. Hey. Ooh, Bill. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I hope it's going well. It is. I can't. It's tell. actually it's actually going really well, though. You're doing a great job. Awesome. Thanks. Okay, so now I'm going to tell you how much damage you took, and then you can tell <laughs> Damn it. After, how you feel after that. <laughs> There's um, a shit, Bill. Get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> so you take three slashing damage and then two cold damage. Oh, damn. Well, in response to that attack, <clears throat> my eyes glow red. And in an infernal tongue, I rebuke the snow with a hellish rebuke. Well, I finally, cast, somebody fucking uses it. I call. I cast hellish rebuke. Are you? Do you want me to read it for you? Please. One reaction which you take in response to being damaged by a creature within sixty feet of you that you can see. You point your finger, and the creature that damaged you is momentarily surrounded by hellish flames. The creature must make a dex saving throw. It takes 2d10 fire damage on a fail save or half as much damage on a successful one. Damn. Okay, so what what's need the save again against? See, that's where we ran into last time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 8 plus 1 or something. Uh, well, this would be I guess this would be my wisdom. Would this be my wisdom? I guess so. Yeah, I guess it's a 9. Slain. nine. Okay, that's okay though, because uh, being made of snow, it is vulnerable to fire. So, mm -hmm. um, it'll. I guess that just cancels each other out, and because uh, it made the saving throw, um, okay. So it'll just take normal damage. Oh, actually, I do. It's actually three d ten, because with the tiefling and Kate, you you can cast the spell too, Kate, if you ever get damaged. Um, it's a racial passive, um, or not passive, but a, ra a racial spell. Ability. Uh, ability, thank you. Actually, spell is a second level spell. And so 
When you cast a spell using a spell slot of second level or higher, the damage increases by 1d10 for each slot level above the first. So instead of, it would have been 3d10, but now it's only due, no, it takes half as much. So I think I roll 3d10 and I have it. I think that's what it says. Or should okay. I just do, okay. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, damn. God damn it. So oh, Tim this just... sucks. Tim right. just rolled a three, a three, and a two, doing a total of eight damage, which uh, should have been like a, a killer spell could here. Could have been like 30 damage. It's, it's my stat rolling for this character all over again. <laughs> 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 just okay. a negative two in charisma. It's okay. All right. I got, well. I got another tombstone ready for this character, Tim. You always had it out for Fistma. So the sensitive snowflake melts and reduces in size about 60%. Uh, Flint, it is now your turn. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I go for the closest snowflake and uh, attack it with my... Uh, attack it dual-wielding my short swords. So do I roll twice for that or do I just roll once for that? Um, I think you roll twice. Why not? Let's roll twice. So okay. let's look. So we'll we'll do the first roll. We'll resolve the damage, and then we'll do the second roll and resolve that damage. Okay. Uh, first one, nineteen. That's a hit. All right. Uh, and it's one d six plus dexterity, which is four. So. Uh, six damage total for the first attack. All right, you attack the, uh, you hit the giant snowflake, taking a large chunk of ice splatters all over the place. Okay, now on your second attack, since it's dual weeding, wielding, is that at a penalty or is that just on, like a normal attack? Uh, I think it's supposed to be a normal attack because that's just, it's a two weapon fighting. Yeah, it does, I and mean, it doesn't. When I built my character, it never said I had any. Uh, Disadvantage at that, so yeah, Did good you... enough for me. <laughs> the other DMs are like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it's 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 not our game. It's not our game. <laughs> hey, you do you don't <laughs> I rolled a ten. All right, unfortunately, well, it's a moot point because um, you're the the snowflake elegantly butters out of the way as you swing towards it with your second swing. Okay, uh, giant the giant snowflake then counterattacks unto Flint. But Flint, likewise, having been so light on his feet in the dance, just elegantly flutters out of the way of the snowflake's attack. Fisma, it's your turn. Okay, I look at the one that is closest to me, um, and... I once again start swinging the the baby face around <laughs> the 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 weighted end of my kusiarigama and I fling it at um, the closest um, snowflake. That would be the snow king himself. Oh, mm -hmm. all right. The six plus my dex is three plus my. Uh, proficiency, 11 overall. 11 overall. The Snow King laughs at your futile attempt to to hurt him. He just kind of does a temporary freeze of your weapon, and it's suspended in midair before freeing itself. 
and you oh. stare at him in majestic wonder. Noir, oh. it's now your turn. Okay. <laughs> Noir, fuck some shit up. Uh, fuck. Okay. Um. Or you don't have to. You could just like sit in the snow and like make <laughs> snowballs and let them fight it. I mean, it's up to you. That's true. You could try to catch yeah, one of the snowflakes. Let's not do that. <laughs> we want to not die. <laughs> I mean, you could roll for snow angels. It's up to you. Uh, so who's left? The... We have the snow king. We have the sensitive snowflake, and we have the giant snowflake. Mm-hmm. I will attack the giant snowflake with my blowgun. All right. The sensitive snowflake isn't good enough for you, Katie. I already killed the one with the 500 kids. <laughs> I like how Katie's making that cannon now. Yeah, and not only that, that like she's she's making informed choices now about who she attacks. Like the sensitive snowflake, she doesn't want to hurt his feelings. She killed the the equivalent of Abraham, like the mouse Abraham, <laughs> father of a okay. nation. No. Okay, you went to religious school. We didn't. <laughs> you went to a religious school? I don't Just remember. Just because it That's... was a religious school doesn't mean it was religious. <laughs> Katie, do not give him the satisfaction. Bill, you were, you. Uh, I'm sorry, you were saying. Katie's, or uh, Noir's blue gun dart pierces through the sensitive, or the giant snowflake, uh, tearing off one of its unique special arms. Uh, and now it is Hermes' turn. So we're fighting snowflakes. Um, I wish to create a bonfire. Um, it's a five-foot cube. Uh, creatures must do a deck save of 13 or take fire damage. Okay, uh, who would you... Oh, I'll sorry, go, in, go ahead. In, in front of the Snow King. All right. Do so you have to roll for success, or does it just kind of happen? You have to roll for failure. So a deck save right. of 13. Okay, so the, the Snow King, King uh, responding to the sudden burst of flames. Whoa, okay. Oh, critical failure. Uh, the Snow King just lands in the center of the bonfire. And so what's the damage on that, Matt? Uh, 1d8. Not only that, he's so surprised by the, the sudden appearance of flames that he trips over himself and just spends an entire longer time in the, the flames there. 1d8, you said? Yeah. Okay. And it stays, uh, in, the, it stays on the field. So um, if someone starts a turn or ends the turn there, they have to do a deck save. Okay, so the Snow King has fallen over uh, um, and is now lying on the, the snowy ground that's now melting in the bonfire. And why don't you go ahead and roll a D8? All right, Matt rolled a D6, which will be doubled because the Snow King is vulnerable to fire, uh, doing a total of 12 damage. The Snow King is prone in the fire and will remain there until its next turn. And it's uh, this turn is skipped. So it's now the Nutcracker's turn. Ha ha! To glory. <laughs> Who's still alive? Uh, the sensitive snowflake, the giant snowflake, and the snow king, although the snow king is being burnt alive right now. I'm going to attack the sensitive snowflake because I need to send a message. I'm going to attack with my rapier and thrust straight into the snowflake. Oof. 
the snowflake, you thrust it. The sensitive snowflake is so unique and such an individual that you just happen to thrust into one of the spaces of air between its patterns and miss completely. (laughs) Sensitive snowflake, you think you hear a a vague whisper on the wind saying, Oh my God. And it attacks you. (laughs) And hits. It hits the nutcracker. Editing note. That really cracked my nut. (laughs) I get it. Perfect. Fill that dead air while I search for the damage. Um, Oh, here we go. Can all be cut out in post. All right. Take two slashing damage and two cold damage for a total of four. (sighs) It's so cold. I feel my nuts shrinking. God damn it. <laughs> yes, his his uh, manufacturer, his craftsman, took the time to chisel out two perfectly round nuts. Flint, it's your turn. All right. Uh, once again, dual wielding my short swords. Uh, this time I go after the king. Rolling for the first attack, a 1d20 plus 6. All right. Roll for disadvantage because those flames are hot. Oh, wait. It does roll twice already. Oh, no. But you didn't because you're doing it manually. Roll again. Oh, for an advantage or whatever? I'm giving you disadvantage because the, the Snow King's in the middle of a pyre of fire. Oh, okay. Okay. Hang on. All right. You still hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Go ahead. Also, I want to use once per turn Colossus Slayer. Uh, when you hit a cr- creature with a weapon attack, the creature takes an extra 1d8 damage if it's below its uh, HP maximum. Okay. So. Wait, Colossus Slayer, are you just being an attack on Titan character? <laughs> I don't get the reference, so I'm going to roll for it. <laughs> Yeah, you fucking weave, Sean. <laughs> Plus, that episode was really good. I liked it. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to roll the D6 for the piercing damage plus the D8. That is 13 damage total on the first uh, strike. All right, and uh, roll a dexterity save for me. Um... Just, yeah, roll a d20 and add your dexterity bonus to it, if, if you would, please. Uh, sure. Dexterity saving throw. Okay, you are, you're with your first strike, you're able to deftly and swiftly stab at the, the prone um, Snow King without burning yourself. Okay, you can go ahead and take your second attack. Awesome. 15. All right, you hit. And that's just regular 1d6 plus 4, 6 damage. I should have done disadvantage again, but I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, Go ahead and roll your dexterity save again. All right, so you stab at the Snow King, and it it shatters into a thousand pieces that now that are on their own, they no longer benefit from being able to cool each other down. It's, you know, physics and shit. So it just completely melts out and dissipates. That's the name of the episode, Sean. <laughs> physics and shit. <laughs> oh, God. Every time you say that, I make it the name of the episode. Why do you do that? Oh, and don't forget to tag Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm not. 
I'm not doing this. <laughs> no, don't worry. Remind me. Remind me, Kumar. I run the Twitter. I'll do that. <laughs> we need the okay. celebrity recognition. When I, when I tagged Hasselhoff for St. Patrick's Day, we got a lot more hits. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like we should just pick a random celebrity for every episode. <laughs> this episode brought to you by. <laughs> oh God, I should I, I should tag Timothy Oliphant in the Halloween episode. Ah. You should. <laughs> <laughs> this episode brought to you by Cobb Vance. Okay, Kumar, I don't think you understand what brought to you by means. I do, but it's funny that funnier that way. So you let your hand linger just a moment longer in the flames than the first strike because you're so pleased with yourself for having uh, destroyed the Snow King. And you burn yourself slightly, taking one damage. Uh, it was worth it. Besides, okay. pain is weakness, leaving the body. Are you just going to keep your hand there then? or? No, I, I, recall, <laughs> I recoil my upon you know, feeling the pain. Okay, giant snowflake attacks Noir. Um, let's see if it hit. It hits. Hey! Noir, uh, uh, let's see. What kind of armor do you have? Need a description here. I have no idea. Um, looks like you got some chain mail. You have a hempen rope. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yes. So this this um, the giant snowflake uh, blasts at you with some ice stuff, but uh, it it just reflects off of your chainmail and does no damage. Sweet. Fisma, it is your turn, right. noble grandfather. So there's there's still the so the ice king is dead then, right? Snow. The ice king is dead. So it's just the big snowflake and the sensitive snowflake? That's right. All right. I want to run up and slash with my Kusarigama on the sensitive snowflake. Do it. 17. You hit. All right. So that's 1d6 plus my modifier. So that's five damage. Allegedly. All right. Your weird baby head. Uh, well, actually, I'm, using the, I'm using the scythe end. Oh, this okay. Have you seen the Kusiaragama before? Do I need to? Uh, no, nobody yeah. watches Inuyasha. You you got to clean up, up after its watches. poop. Super Paul Bueller. Yeah, you got to clean up after its poop and feed it every once in a while. I've seen one before. Um, <laughs> yes, you. Oh my god, you did cut it up. So the scythe uh, slashes the sensitive snowflake in two, uh, and it it dissipates into the air. And again, you hear on the wind, Take that! <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, it is Noir's turn. All right, I will attack the giant snowflake again. With... Ooh, I have a crossbow. Use that. Ooh. Oh, shit. She, uh, she rolled a... Is that... Uh, okay, she rolled 17-22 with bonuses, so you definitely hit. All right. Six piercing damage. You hit the center of the giant snowflake, taking out a large chunk. How large All right. a chunk? Uh, um, approximately the size of two fists 
of normal size. <laughs> uh, Tim can tell us about that. Um, how, <laughs> how, how much? How much that hurts? Um, it hurts a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since you didn't use. No, all right, I'm not going to go. There. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Hermie, it's your turn. All right, uh, I will use uh, another bonfire on top of the uh, sensitive snowflake this time. How many bonfires you got? Infinite. Ooh. It's a cantrip. Okay. Um, and what was the save difficulty on that? 13. All right. Yeah, but... Uh, okay, so it did save, but it is sensitive to fire, so it will do normal damage. So why don't you go ahead and roll... It was a 1d8, right? Correct. Go ahead. Oh, the giant snowflake reduces to the size of another fist. <laughs> <laughs> From now on, we're measuring everything in fists. Just, you know, right. so there's, now... so, there's so many fist holes around here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the nutcracker, nutcracker, it's your turn. Okay, so who's still alive? Uh, just the giant snowflake. Okay, I don't. I want to grapple that guy. <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's <laughs> drug Sean. Sean's drunk right now. I mean, we can hear the ice clinking in your glass, Sean. You can't hear shit. That's that's snow. That you hear snow. snow. <laughs> okay, and magically that's a bonus action, because uh, I'm the DM. So uh you grapple the <laughs> Of course. Okay, so of course. Sean just rolled a one. <laughs> no, I rolled a four with modifiers. <laughs> you know how this works. Don't try to lawyer me, bro. Uh, okay, so you you go to grapple this giant snowflake, but you slip on the ice and instead grapple Flint, uh, causing him to miss his turn. Uh, and I'm I'm laughing in character. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the giant snowflake uh, takes the opportunity to attack the nutcracker. Oh, you're not going to like that. Um, <laughs> just roll a 20. That could mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, the snowflake, with as much energy as it can muster, blows out a cold ray of frost. Well, that an, an icy bolt, I guess we'll call it. And you take eight slashing damage plus six cold damage oh shit okay what's that in math total i think that's 14 right well oh. the listeners can write us in oh bill <laughs> i hope you planned it in an event where this character dies <laughs> hey i am a master of improvisation so we're gonna be okay <laughs> All right, Fisma, uh, your turn there. All right, I, I see my, I see the Nutcracker start to go down, and in a fit of rage, I do a flying hammer fist to the, um, to the snowflake. Great, uh, you get inspiration for keeping with our fisting theme. <laughs> and I yell it out too, hammer fist. <laughs> Okay, go ahead and roll. Oh, <laughs> oh, you rolled already. Shit. I just rolled. Uh, 10. 
<laughs> do you want to use your? I'm proficient with my fists, right? <laughs> do, do you want to do you want to use your inspiration now, or do you want to bank it for later? Um, I'll use it now. I feel like I probably needed it now. Do I roll again, or do I add? Something? Yeah, yeah. I think you just roll again. Oh my oh. god! <laughs> so he just rolled a three. So what? That gives you a seven with your bonuses. Uh, eight. <laughs> okay yeah so you do your flying fists and just completely miss the snowflake all right noir it's now your turn all right um i'm going to attack again with the blowgun oh nice all right, another so good roll so apparently katie should always attack with the blowgun <laughs> it, was an eight, it was an 18 and with modifiers brought up to 23 did four damage and you strike that snowflake right in its tiny the tiny center of the fist <laughs> and and it dissipates into thin air thus winning the day <laughs> good job boys <laughs> i'm not a boy well i mean that in the gender neutral term Okay, uh, let's take five. Let's be uh, let's be back at uh, at eleven twenty seven, ish. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Now we're while Bill's gone, we'll wait for Rachel's deer corner. Here comes Rachel with Rachel's deer corner. I do actually have another cool story about deer. Oh, okay. Bill's being serious. Okay, Rachel, tell us <laughs> tell us the deer story. Um, he said it as a joke. He just didn't know it was also true. So, as I said, I grew up near a forest preserve. And one afternoon, we heard this really loud cracking sound over and over again. And we couldn't figure out where it was coming from. Um, so we went outside and we started looking around. And um, two backyards down from us, there were like, I think it was probably around like eight bucks and they were um headbutting each other and it was really cool because they were like all lined up so like six of them were lined up and two of them were fighting and the sound we were hearing was the sound of their antlers cracking into each other um and they were all kind of like just taking turns as they were establishing mating rights for the year so so you were trying to uh break eight bucks so how much change did you get (laughs) About three fifty, and that was the holiday special of "Don't Call Us Heroes." (laughs) But no, seriously, that's a that's a cool story, Rachel. I just I had to throw in a cheesy joke. No, I appreciate that because it wasn't a funny story. It was just an interesting story story about deer science. Trying to think if I've ever seen a deer do something funny. But I don't know that I have. I don't think they're very funny, generally speaking. No, I don't. I don't trust deer at all. Wait. Okay. So you need to finish your story. It's. It, there's nothing to finish. What it, they just it, stood there and looked at you? Yeah, yeah. We just basically sized up our group against their group, and you know, then we went to our cars and drove yeah. off like a bunch of you know scared people. Yeah. There was. There was what <laughs> six of us. It was. It was me. That was such a great simile. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, like a bunch of scared people. It's like <laughs> such a great description. I mean, we were getting surrounded. There was easily what twenty what? deer. What yeah, did you think to you were going to do? Well, nothing except 
one of our very smart <laughs> were, were individuals. Were they being very judgmental? <laughs> like what? No, no. One of our very smart individuals who will not get named, which was named Tim, um, <laughs> took bocce balls and started clacking them together, making the sound of like male antlers. antlers. Exactly. Oh Thank my you. god, this this just came full circle. <laughs> <laughs> so with the bocce balls, he's smashing them together to try to intimidate them, but it's like, no, stop it. You're gonna piss them off. Yeah, they're just going to be like, what the age? Like, trying to establish your place in the mating rights? Like, come on, guys. Okay. But so was it? Okay. I, so, okay. You have I 15 to 20 here. Are I they, didn't... were they males? Uh, about five or six of them definitely were bucks. And the, there was a couple of, uh, definitely. Like, there were some babies, yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I was getting at is there was several babies <laughs> along with the group. So, so yeah. Tim. Congratulations, you were establishing mating rights with the deer, so good job. Man, that, I'm sorry that that frightened you, Sean, that would have delighted my soul beyond all belief. If they, didn't look, if they didn't look at all of us with those dead eyes, it would have been less creepy. Sean's easily <laughs> frightened. Um, I'm sorry, we were surrounded by 20 creatures that weren't human. Um you should be frightened. You're surrounded by creatures that are on human right now, and you're not frightened. Right. Yeah, because they're cats, and they rely on me for food. Oh, I'm talking about the ones that you don't know about. <laughs> and I'm okay, because I don't know about them. Not I've anymore. never heard deer described as, like, dead soulless eyes. <laughs> I mean, how how does that make you feel about Santa Claus, Sean? Are you frightened about the deer that are going to come to your home? Um, those are reindeer, different species. Uh, okay. Caribou, caribou. Okay. The only reindeer in Europe. <laughs> wow, I'm getting the wrap it up sign from Bill, so I guess my deer corner is now over. It's okay, Rachel. Like I said, I'm including this in the podcast. So. Well, I'm just glad that you like me, Sean. <laughs> I, I, appreciate, if, I appreciate Rachel's deer corner. Even if certain people who promise to love me forever don't find me entertaining <laughs> okay bye bye god so annoying bill you do realize we have a race in my world called the deerkin and rachel is quickly moving towards uh being the queen of them awesome <laughs> she'll like she'll be pleased to know that um okay so is the deer corner going to be like bonus episodes or will that be like in this episode? I don't know. <laughs> because like it could be it, like a short It, it depends episode, if the coffee you know, profile is set up yet. I thought you said you had that set up. Is ever... It is set up, but I haven't advertised it. Uh, coffee profile. What's that? I think Patreon, but I have to do less shit. What's Patreon? It's where I get paid for doing shit. Oh, okay. Is everybody back? Uh, Tim and Matt are not. Roll call. Dunt, dunt, Matt dunt. is I'm back. Dunt, dunt. Yeah. And I'm assuming since Katie didn't say anything, she's not back either. Okay. I'm, I'm munching pretzel. Over here. Oh my god, Katie, drink drink some coffee. No, I'm tired. How, how are we feeling, guys? Because I have like um, I have. Um, basically uh three more fights 
I'm good to go. So whatever you decide. I just and of course you. You guys, you know, might be able to not fight one of these guys, which actually would save on time. So if you wanted to meta reason for not stirring shit up, um, yeah, uh, it would go faster. And then we can spend most of our time on the final fight instead of this stuff in between. Um, yeah. Everybody back? I, yep. I leave, it up to, I leave it up to Katie and Matt to see how their energy is. Well... I'm not going to last too much longer. I'm starting to get a headache. Ooh, That's okay. the COVID. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just, let's just proceed, and we'll see what happens. Matt, how are you feeling? Um, I'm good. I mean, I can I can go for another probably hour, hour and a half. Okay, cool. All right. Then, uh, all right, keep your derailing to a minimum, um, boys and girls. Um, okay, I think we're all back, so... Was that Allie's was that back? Allie? Too. Yeah, she's yeah, back. Allie's back too. Okay, hold good. on, I'll mute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. <clears throat> Having escaped the land of snow, your party emerges from the forest into a wide plain. A large and imposing wall is across the plain. Not far off is a road that leads to a gatehouse. It is the same gatehouse from the contraption in the Great Hall of Count Russell. Oh my god. It's all coming together. Full circle. That's Sean's line. <laughs> Sean, you have a line here. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Which, uh, hold on. Which, which, which sub thing am I looking the, at? This is the Candy Kingdom. Okay. <clears throat> Okay, companions, we must disguise ourselves as candied people and pass through the gate unnoticed. Not even necessary, Ballbuster, because I'm already a treat. Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, uh, what? <laughs> you. Uh, anyway, um, I have brought these disguises. Let us don this gay apparel and be quick about it. What's this about pouring some sugar on me? <laughs> I I am worried about the people I've selected for the prophecy. <laughs> I thought that was a funny joke. <laughs> so the Nutcracker passes out um disguises that make you look like candy people um whatever they look like um you know gingerbread men you know that sort of thing so assuming we all wear them as i am just saying you all are um you're going to approach the gatehouse and you realize everything's made of candy the walls are reinforced gingerbread the mortar joints are frosting the drawbridge is held up by licorice rope Gingerbread men guard the entrance, scrutinizing crowds of candy farmers returning from a day's work in the sugarcane fields. Okay, adventurers. To pass through the gate undetected, you must defeat a DC-10 difficulty roll. You can use deception, performance, or sleight of hand as long as you have a description of your action that involves one of those skills. So be careful. You know how dangerous these gingers can be. 
<laughs> okay, let's let's uh, let's start it off with uh, Kumar because I think if things are going to go south, it's going to start with Kumar. So let's just get it out of the way. All right, you Got said uh, performance or deception. Uh, let's see, deception, performance, or sleight of hand. Uh, but you know what? Being honest, if you can make a case for another skill, I'll hear it. Well, I'm going to go with sleight of hand since it's my uh, strongest ability. Whatever. You're going to sweet home Alabama. It. What's that mean, Sean? It's going to go south. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was stupid, but I laughed anyway. Thank you. Okay. Um, so how are, are you using sleight of hand in this context? So you get your disguise on. You're going through the gatehouse. And you use sleight of hand how? Uh, dang. Do, 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 do. Are you going to use big words, Kumar? If Kumar needs a minute, I have an idea. Uh, you you want to suggest an idea for Kumar? Or do you want to Oh, no, no, for, for myself. Oh, I see. Something that would okay. work for me, not for him. Actually, All right, I'm, go ahead, Tim. I, I, oh, actually, okay. I'm going to switch to performance because I have something funny. Either way, so okay. uh, I'm gonna like kind of walk past the guard singing, "Deo, Deo, daylight come and I want to go home." And I roll the seven. <laughs> uh, is that with your modifier? Yes. <laughs> oh snap! Oh snap! What did I tell you? This went south pretty quick. Am I am okay. I able to use the snowflake to make a safe space, or is that not what that's used for? <laughs> uh, you may be able to do that. So the 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 uh, the gingerbread man says, "Hey, wait a second! You don't smell like sugar. You smell like ass." <laughs> uh, at, at which point I I try to explain. Oh yeah, I got bit by uh, the smelly mouse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why don't you uh, roll a uh, a deception roll? See if you can save this, salvage this. Although that was actually the truth. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Ooh, nine. Smelly mouse. Well, I quite enjoy the smell of mice in general, so I couldn't imagine a smelly mouse. Guards! Oh. Tim, did you... But safe space be a good time to use that right now? <laughs> uh, you, uh, uh, you tell me. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know exactly what it does, but I use it. Okay. Will you uh, describe it in your theatrical way that you are so well known for? Wait, so what, what does it do? I don't even know what safe space does. <laughs> uh, it's a safe space. Okay, Tim, is where okay, we're free I got, of I got an idea. And we, can, we can just be ourselves, okay? Okay, so I, I go up and I use safe space where a bubble s surrounds me, the, uh, me, Kumar, and the guard two chairs magically pop into existence. And I say, why, why don't you both have a seat right here? You know, it's days like this where misunderstandings happen, but what we really need to do is talk things out. You know, it's a crazy time with crazy things happening. 
you know, and sometimes we say things without thinking. But what's most important is it's the halfling's fault. So why don't we talk out our differences and create a safe space? The ginger woman says, well, I just kind of feel like it's my duty to, mm-hmm. you know, make sure that, you know, people that aren't supposed to get in the gate can't get in the gate. But but I, I recognize how, you know, mm-hmm. y- you know, it's 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 mm-hmm. just because I feel mm-hmm. they're not allowed in the gate doesn't mean they're intrinsically not allowed in the gate. But would um, you be using your gate privilege to keep a hardworking dwarf like this who's been in the fields all day? You know, it's just that the way I was raised is that mm-hmm. you're just supposed to do what you're told, okay? And, you know, whoever's in charge, you just mm-hmm. listen to them and you I do see. what they're told. So. See. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna my let the question, My next question, Mr. Gingerbread Guard, is how long have you been oppressing the dwarf people? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think now would be a good time for you to go home and rethink your problems and how you contribute. And the bubble disappears. And take it away, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and Kumar. And Tim, um, Flint, and Fisma pass safely through the portal. Um, and scene. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, it's now your turn. I assume the safe space is used up. <laughs> yes, that, it's gone. It is melted away. Oh, so we're, we're still doing our checks to get through the door? Yes. Okay. Uh, I wish to use sleight of hand. Uh, I go up to one of the, the farmers and try and take one of their tools so I can better disguise myself. Sounds good. All right. Hopefully I don't get a one on this one. Okay. Matt rolled a three with a modifier of plus four, giving him a disappointing seven. Remember, my fellow pe- uh, prophecy people, it is important to put on the disguises. <laughs> <laughs> So the gingerbread guard sees you pulling the the scythe, the sugarcane scythe, away from a gingerbread man and says, Hey, oh, I have no thieves in my procession. All right. Would anybody like to intercede? Anyone at all? Okay. Mm-hmm. I all right. <laughs> I've used up my safe space. <laughs> yeah, and, and risk not being, you know, Allowed through? Well, who's risk? <laughs> okay, can so... I, uh, uh, can I perform a, a spell called Alter Self and change my appearance to a gingerbread guard? Yes, you may. Uh, nice. Uh, that's what I wish to do. Um, I take off my my disguise... And I tell the guard that I was simply monitoring these uh, farmers to test their uh, how well they hold on to their tools. It's uh, government property, so you must be, uh, must carry their tools at all times. All right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Government property and stuff. Uh, all right. Move, move along, good sir. Good gingerbread, sir. 
Uh, is there like any role involved in that, or is that just like uh, it's instantaneous? You need me to look it no. up, Matt. Uh, I'm nah. it right now. It's yeah. There's nothing. Okay, we're moving on. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's left? Uh, we got the Nutcracker. Uh, why don't you go ahead, Nutcracker? Nutcracker. Nutcracker. I walk up, dressed in uh, whatever I can find, going, "Oh, don't mind me." Us candy people are just trying to go through. Nothing suspicious. All right, go ahead and roll them. I mean, I'm the Nutcracker. I don't have to roll. Yeah, I'm the Nutcracker. <laughs> nutcracker. <laughs> stop, stop trying to lead me to, to reasonable decisions, Sean. Roll the damn dice. <laughs> <laughs> Am I doing deception? Uh, you tell me. Okay. I'm doing deception. Okay, you succeed. Oh, very good. Yes, yes. You candy people, I know your type because I am one too. Because I'm yes. a gingerbread man. <laughs> yes, yes. We are. We are. We are sucrose-based individuals. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on sucrose. All right, I think that's everybody, right? Or wait, no. Uh, um, uh, noir has. Noir. To noir needs to go through. Oh, uh, sorry. Not at all. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think Noir gets caught and dragged away. <laughs> <laughs> As a, a smooth transition out if Kate needs it. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready to bow out, Noir? Yeah, I need to go to bed. <laughs> okay. Noir uh, loses her nerve and doesn't even attempt. And runs back to the snowflake forest where she will dance the dance of the snowflakes for all time. Thank you, Katie. It was it was nice uh nice playing with you. Have a good night. Hope your headache gets better. All right. Hopefully it's not Rona. Bye guys. Good night, Katie. Have a good night, Katie. All right. You've lost two player guys two players, guys. You are so screwed. Okay. All right. Well, okay. We're so doing you guys, great. <laughs> you are actually surprisingly. All right. So okay, here we go. Um, you all successfully make it through the gates. So now we're in part four. So we'll welcome back our folksy narrator. Every spoholy story involves a homecoming. Will this be a joyous homecoming for the Nutcracker? Can the adventurers massage these ill tempers and give the old toy a happy ending? Will we have a blue nutcracker? Let's all listen in and see if they can do it. <laughs> and sing. Okay. Having braved the kingdom of snow and the candy kingdom, the heroes arrive at their destination, the clockwork candy castle. I have a contact that will gain us entry to the castle. Follow me and keep low. The Nutcracker leads you to a bend in the castle wall, obscured from sight by a large candy cane forest. You slink through the shafts and reach a hidden postern gate. <laughs> shafts. <laughs> the doors open, revealing a toy soldier who snaps to a salute as soon as the door is set wide open. My prince, welcome home. Not all of the company is loyal, I'm afraid. You may need to do some convincing. 
Follow this passageway to the end, and it will put you at the antechamber of the throne room. The Mouse King and Princess Lara are there. Exiting the passageway, you enter a room made of fine gingerbread carving and peppermint molding. Portraits of the Mouse King and Lara hang on the walls, and two toy soldiers guard the gate. Prince Nutcracker, what are you doing here? The king shall hear of this, or maybe not. I don't know. I'm so conflicted. The other toy soldier nods sympathetically. Oh, yeah, for sure. One of those tricky situations. Yeah, like when you need a little nudge that could push you one way or another. I stand at the front of the group, casting thaumaturgy to make my voice louder. <clears throat> and I say to them... No, no, I would prefer if it's not you that's talking. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm... No, just do it anyway. I did that. I mean, I podcast. had a whole thing. Well, do it. I'm going to cut my thunder. You Tim, stole it. Kinda, Tim, I'm going to cut this part out. Just say your thing. <laughs> no, it it kind of it kind of sounded like he had a thing, Sean. So, okay. Well, I'm cutting everything until Tim speaks. So, Tim, do your thing. <laughs> I was joking. Uh, we could have left. We could have left. You should leave it all in. We could do the bickering in. Take two. <laughs> Take two, Tim. Please. Proceed. Okay. <clears throat> I shove my way to the front of the group and cast thaumaturgy on myself, <clears throat> pulling myself up, hitching up my loincloth, and saying, You dare talk to your prince in such an insubordinate manner. Know you not who he is, who he commands. You should be properly. Okay, go ahead and roll a... Uh a a uh, intimidation skill check and give yourself advantage oh i'm gonna need it because <laughs> it's a negative two. <laughs> oh shit oh wait how do i do with advantage should i just roll it twice yeah are you shitting me <laughs> <laughs> okay so tim just uh. rolled two two five <laughs> That's kind of disgusting there. Your thingy kind of looks like uh, uh, one of those, uh, what do you call it, uh, the, the, the ginger, the raw ginger. It's kind of like gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you think I got it? <laughs> okay, so you fail. Okay, so now the rest of you. Um, the soldiers are moments away from either letting you pass to the throne room or sounding the alarm. So you must convince them to let you by. So each of you is going to have 30 seconds to make your case to the soldiers, followed by a skill check. So you can use deception, intimidation, performance, or persuasion, whichever one fits the style of your presentation. And um, as with your dancing, the group average will either reward or punish you. Uh, so, Tim, you said you had a minus three on your... Um, minus two. So it was a three, three. Af after subtracting from the five. Okay. All I right. got negative so, two in charisma. <laughs> surely someone of prophecy can guide us to victory? All right, Matt. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait. Can I, can I recall that right after I say that my loincloth falls to my ankles? <laughs> <laughs> like it was kind of working, uh, but then it aggressively did not work. 
<laughs> that works. All right, Hermie, uh, seeing how badly Fisma failed, you seize the opportunity to try to salvage the situation. You have you have up to thirty seconds. You don't have to use the whole thirty seconds. Uh, can I cast Minor Illusion to send a voice outside the door? Sure. Okay. Um, I wish to create a sound. Um, it's a voice of another guard uh, saying, "Intruders at the, at the front gate! gate. All, All soldiers, soldiers uh, report uh, to the front, front gate immediately." Okay. Uh, why don't you roll a deception and roll with advantage? All right. You said with Ooh. advantage. Yes. So his first okay. roll was eighteen. His second roll was thirteen. Oh, hey! I suppose we should respond to that. Uh, I forgot what the voice of the first soldier was. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was the same. Don't you know? Oh, okay. We're just two Fargoans then. Uh, maybe we should go check on that. Yeah, maybe. But we got this situation here. That was two guys talking, by the way, not the same guy. All right. Um, Flint, it is now your turn. All right. Uh, I am going to try and persuade the two soldiers that I need to start cooking dinner for the prince, the king, and the queen. So you're a, you're a cook? Ah uh, yes, and I show them my big iron pot and my uh, soups or my uh, stirring spoon as well. Do you seriously have that? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll. Uh, ten. Well, I would think well, he would get advantage because of the props. <laughs> don't you know? Don't you know? <laughs> advantage granted. Awesome. Hopefully it works. <laughs> Slightly better. The D and D gods are against you on making this end in a timely manner. <laughs> so, so Kumar, uh, he rolled a ten, and then he rolled a thirteen on the advantage. Well, he does have a pot there. Oh yeah, that's a good point there, Bob. All right, uh, Nutcracker, do you want to give an inspiring speech? Yes, I must say, we must. For the sake of Princess, we must overthrow the Mouse King and bring ourselves to the glory that is befit not only the candy people, but the toy soldiers as well, as we all rise to glory, spinning and twirling towards freedom. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> what am I rolling? Yeah, yeah, because you don't want me to judge it just based on the content. Uh, you should probably roll. Damn, burn. <laughs> I mean, that hurts, but okay, fine. Uh, yeah, I become a nasty bitch when I drink. What can I say? Oh, I, I don't know there about all the swirling and twirling. Uh, uh, we just like to stay put and do what we're told, you know? But, you know, he's their prince. You would think that he would have advantage on that because they have pre-existing rapport. I don't know. Advantage, <laughs> advantage granted. Go ahead and, and roll again. <laughs> you all, no, he got a twenty-one on the on the advantage side of that. Oh, he got fuck a ten and twenty-one. I guess you're right. All right, in the interest of time. 
<laughs> Seems like I'm the only one trying to move this along, but all right. <laughs> hey, I this have is nothing a... else to do. <laughs> this... <laughs> this is a team effort to get us towards the finish line here, guys. All right, so uh, 21, the Nutcracker. Okay. Oh, that's so inspiring. See, that's what I missed about you. And um, I guess I'm sounding kind of Irish now because... Because uh, maybe I, I don't really know what Fargo sounds like. I haven't watched enough of this. Oh, no, there's, there's a large Irish population of Fargo. Oh, you suppose that's why they speak that way? Oh, see, now I'm Scottish. <laughs> I don't know who's going to be offended now. <laughs> nope, that's flat out. But... <laughs> All right, and so you just barely uh, convinced these two Fargo and Nians uh, that they should let you through to the chamber um, of. Okay, um, I think I have some text here. No, okay, I don't. All right, okay. Uh, let me fix my drink here, and then we'll continue. Uh, anybody need to use the restroom or anything? No, I peed right now, no. but are you sure you need to fix your drink, Bill? You sure about that? <laughs> I mean, it, it should make good radio, right? Maybe. Okay. Let's see. Okay. This is all going to be cut, right? So here we are. <laughs> yeah, but maybe. Maybe. Uh, baby. Okay. You burst into the throne room. A long, high, vaulted chamber with walls covered in mosaics of small candies and frosting. At the far end of the room is a candy cane throne with a plump princess chowing down on a Sour Patch Kid. Yes. The Sour Patch Kid screams <laughs> as her teeth tear into its flesh. Double gasp. Near nearby, the Mouse King, with his seven hideous heads, is devouring a pack of animal cracker kittens. To be fair, it's still too many heads. <laughs> the princess drops the Sour Patch Kid to the floor and drags it, and the Sour Patch Kid drags itself slowly away from its attacker. What is this? Nutcracker? What are you doing here? What? Who are these people? Liara! What? What are you doing? Is that... A child? How could you? And what is the Mouse King doing there? The Mouse King finishes his meal and stares, drawing angry, panting breaths. <gasps> Look, Nutcracker, it's just been a really hard year, and all your expectations... You know, it's just, I'm, and I've been eating my feelings, and, and you're so judgy about that. And, and the Mouse King, he, he was just there, you know? You said I yep. don't have to worry about him. You have a grim realization that many of the decorations on the walls are actually splattered viscera of candy people. How? How could you eat so many of your own people? What? <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, Nutcracker. I can't take it. The Mousecracker has had enough. Uh, the Mousecracker. <laughs> okay. The Mouse King. <laughs> the Mouse King has had enough. He attacks 
Lara leaps behind her throne. Gonna need a minute to set this up here. Editor's notes as I add all this initiative in turns. As the Nutcracker, I must say, after this, I am signing up for Grinder, and not that dating site, but the one for cookies. <laughs> Wait, like baking them or like eating them? Either or. Uh, no, that's not right. I'm signing up for Batch.com. As in Cookie Batch. <laughs> I okay. <laughs> I, uh, I turned. I turned to Flint, and I'm like, "Does this get really weird, or is it just me?" Yeah, it's getting a little weird. As I take my short sword and uh, I chop off a chunk of that sour patch kid. <laughs> <laughs> So, Kumar, just to understand, it's getting weird between the Nutcracker and the Princess, so your response is to walk over to a small child, crawling away for his life, and chopping off a piece of him. That sums it up. I think you need to change your alignment to true neutral. (laughs) It's past uh, neutral. Before Flint, a.k.a. Kumar, is able to harm the child, the Mandalorian appears and says... No spoilers. Don't touch, don't touch the child. <laughs> yeah, no spoilers. I haven't seen the oh, latest okay. episode yet. <laughs> I, I'm still on season one. I, I appreciate you guys not spoiling any shit on WhatsApp. That was some classy, classy shit. Uh, oh, it's because hard. It, yeah, because I, I, well, you, you and aren't you and Joe the only ones that have watched it, Kumar? Uh, yeah. Where's Denny watched? Denny might be. You Denny guys might should have create your own. You guys should create your own chat. Well, I hope you have, because I don't want spoilers. Okay, um, I should probably nerf this a little bit now that there's only um, there's only four of you. Yeah, there's only four of you. Nope, I have tombstones ready. Kill them all. <laughs> Kill them all. Do we have any? Um, I I didn't check in the book, but do we have any healing potions? automatically or no um you each have one healing potion healing 1d 12 let's just say that all right that will be useful (laughs) i'm going to need that all right um okay everybody um please roll initiative and update your turn order if you haven't already um, and I actually think I'm going to run to use the bathroom. So if you need to take five minutes, please do so. Oh, we'll... Sorry, no, I, I just rolled a one. <laughs> Not about the bathroom thing. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be back at 12.07. All right. Uh, right are you fucking and, kidding me? You have to pee? Uh, I'm a diabetic, and I've been drinking a lot of alcohol that's high in sugar content. Okay. Uh, here's and back to Rachel with Deer Corner. Deer Corner. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Deer Corner. <laughs> we'll be opening That's this cool. up to the uh, to the listening audience at home at this time to answer any questions you have about deer. I've got a question. Mm-hmm. Is it safe to chase down deer if they're in your territory? Because <laughs> I was told that's not a good idea, but I thought it was a good idea. Uh, we highly, highly recommend that 
here at Deer Corner. Uh, it's one of the only ways you'll ever be able to catch them for a hug. See, I told you, Sean. Okay, I got a question. Is it a good idea if somebody takes a bocce ball, two different bocce balls, and clink them together? Do you need a little more information to be able to answer that question? Are you trying to establish your place in the mating hierarchy? I don't know, Tim. What is your intentions with the deer? Well, Rona's been a long and lonely time, and (laughs) I think that speaks for itself. Uh, Then... From this uh, deer expert's opinion, I'd say yes. Yes, I would make that recommendation. Told you, Sean. I. She is not a professional deer doctor. I do not trust that advice. Uh, I am going to, to pause from our questions for just a moment to encourage you, Sean, to check your text messages if you can. Oh, I saw it. It's horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> so for, uh, that's a special gift that i made just for you so for her listeners at home rachel sent me a text of a deer staring me down as it zooms in closer to its face and it just says angry in bold letters <laughs> a very threatening gift from rachel that looked like that's what a- the deer was when I was clinking the balls and walking towards it. <laughs> That's a custom gift handcrafted just for you, Sean. Thank you for that. And You're welcome. Let me take this moment to... Uh... Allison, please come here. Rachel is sending me threatening gifts and... Wait, why are you telling me to wait a second? What are you doing? No, I don't like how you're grinning. <laughs> this is you gotta respond something back. This ain't good podcasting. <laughs> Put down the dildo. <laughs> okay, so Allison just sent me a bunch of deer pictures. Uh those are called deer pics. Okay, deer pics. <laughs> One uh, is a, sometimes referred to as buck picks. I don't know if they're considered buck picks, but are they buck picks? She shouts angrily. <laughs> gotcha. There's definitely one deer getting attacked by an owl. Uh, I'm being told once again that I need to uh, wrap up Deer Corner. Apparently, my segments are getting shorter and shorter as the evening wears on. So. Well, I mean, that's that's just the censorship from uh, people that obviously so thanks, Bill. <laughs> uh, he didn't hear that, but I did. <laughs> okay, ready for the pun of the night? Oh, dear. <laughs> Bye. I'm also 100% sober. Bye. <laughs> It doesn't help your case, Rachel. I, however, am not. See, it would... <laughs> that makes that makes me angry. Um, it would be better if you, Bill. Said, this is oh, where dear. you say good night, dear. Oh, okay. All right, let's take a take. Okay, that would be and... too. That would be too corny, dough. <laughs> oh. Oh, fuck you, you, Tim. 
<laughs> I need to drink a deer beer. Damn it. <laughs> deer beer. Stay tuned for part three of the holiday special of Don't Call Us Heroes. Thank you.